Why are we training them? What do we want them to walk away from a training with? My student leaders, when I'm engaging with them in clubs, what do I want them to walk away with? And I feel like God just was so faithful to give me that quick, like easy. I want my students to know that there's gonna be a legacy after them when they've graduated and they have families of their own and they've moved on, that that school will still have a legacy of students who love Jesus and proclaim his good news to everyone around after they're gone. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the First Priority Podcast. What up? That is Steve Cherico and I'm Brad Skelling, and we are glad that you're joining us again today. Yes, we are. I just popped somebody's speaker in their vehicle. It <laughs> right? just exploded. <laughs> yep. Yes. That and Aaron, our editor, is uh, thanking you right now. He's angry. No, he's thanking you. Oh, is he thanking yeah, me? Yeah. He woke him up? Woke him up. Sweet. Yep. He doesn't have to drink that energy drink anymore. Yes. The adrenaline is pumping. All right, then. Yeah. I like it. Well, what do we got today on the show? Man, we are going to sit down with Rachel from North Carolina. We are. And we're going to talk about leaving a legacy. We are. I'm excited we are. to that. It's actually a really good conversation. It is. Deep and wide. Yep. Rock and roll. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a story for us as I, we're getting started? I do. I just kind of have a you know calendar moment that's worth talking about. Okay. So this past week, I started seeing social media just blow up. And I guess story time with Steve comes a lot from social. I was going to say, you spend S. a lot of time on Facebook, my There's friend. Yes. No, this wasn't Facebook. This was things that pop up. Okay. My, my Insta tells me when people who I want to follow actually have stuff looking at. Okay. You should try it sometime. It mm-hmm. prevents you from scrolling. Okay. Sounds you're good. Wondering. I know you and your wife sit at bed at night and just scroll. Yeah. Right? Good for yep. you. Yep. Um, so anyway, so everybody who I Contract follow, here. everybody who I follow, um, just... Man, bang, 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 bang. And that's because Conclave happened this past week. Sure. Conclave is a gathering of Baptist youth ministers, ministers, mm-hmm. just that whole genre down in Chattanooga on a yearly basis. And yep. so this year, First Party of America put a booth down there and had a couple representatives. Mm-hmm. J.D. Simpson was down there. Haley was down there. Um, but the outcome was pretty cool because what we had was people coming by and saying, hey, I got this in my school or, hey, I've wanted to be involved on a campus. I just mm-hmm. don't know how. And That's so right. there are a lot of contacts. And so we even had one that I connected our local coordinator with, uh, a young lady who was interested in being involved in the campuses in the Murfreesboro area for mm-hmm. us. But it was just neat watching all of the folks um, who are connected to the ministry mm-hmm. that I guess I knew, yeah, but I didn't know. Sure. Right. I, I oh, knew yeah. that those people had some sort of, but many of them who were either the speakers or who were people who um, do incredible work in their local church also really believe in, in what's going on on the campus. Sure. So it was just a neat moment this past weekend to see that kind of come together Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. Story time with Steve. There you go. Conclave. Nice. It's good stuff. And it we're is. out and about. We were down in Dallas before. That's we had, right. We were in Dallas. We were in Dallas that. with Winterfest. Uh-huh. Exactly right. Uh, same you, weekend. Assemblies. Yep. Yep. Church of God. Church of God. Church of God. Thank yep. you. Sorry about yep. that, Assemblies. Uh, we're yep. talking about doing a few others with the Nazarene Church and the yep. Southern Baptist Church and just being involved in different things. So, yeah, if you see, if you're at a, a ministry, especially youth or evangelism uh, event of some sort, uh, be sure to look for us. Hopefully we're there. Hopefully we're there. We're not in all of them. We can't be. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I don't even know how you define all of them. That'd be crazy. It would. So uh, a couple announcements for us. Uh, if you've been listening, you've heard these the past couple weeks, but our spring meetings are coming up. Uh, save the dates, May 1 and 2. 
Am I right on that? Noon to noon, Monday and Tuesday. Special shout out to Justin Terrio, whose wife is due on the day of spring meetings and will not be coming to join us. He's not coming for that. I'm just saying he's chosen her, her and that baby over us. It's usually weddings and funerals that have good excuses, but babies are not included in I that know. list. I just special shout out. Although that could lead to his funeral if he doesn't Ooh, show up to exactly. his birth. Came out of the uh, level 10 meeting this past week. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, well, we're going to miss him. <laughs> and, and carry on. <laughs> and carry on. Uh, but we're not going to carry on if you don't register. Exactly. So get online, register. Well, actually, you can't register yet, but save the date. May 1 and 2 in Nashville. Great. Or May 7 and 8. Again, it's the Monday and Tuesday, both of those. I may be off a moment. I guess I do have my uh, computer in my hand look at that. to look at that just to make sure we got the right dates. And if you're not familiar with spring meeting, spring meeting is a time where we really just come together all the communities have a conversation. Yep. Uh, it's by territory. Yep. And the idea is really just allowing the conversation to grow. There'll be some key points that are hit by whoever leads the conversation. Yep. Uh, FP America usually puts somebody in place for that. Could be me in Nashville. Could be one of our staffers. But the bottom line is we want to create conversation. We want to create right. relationship. We want to create bonds mm-hmm. between the first priorities so that we don't. This is a, can be a lonely. Those of you who do FP. Uh, on any level, it can be a lonely place to be at moments because right. you're, man, you're standing on an island trying to take back territories. Yep. Yep. So it's it's a great 24 hours. I highly, highly urge you to get signed up when that opens up. And it's a, yeah, it's a short version of the fall conference. We want to renew. We want relationship. Um, we want to equip. We spend some time evaluating the school year, what went well, what didn't. Uh, and then, yeah, we're going to have the fall semester of our our club guide out at the fall, at the spring meeting. Podcast. So nice. talking uh, for the forward as well, forward, future forward, whatever all that word is. I don't Sweet. know what the words are, but, uh, and then the other announcement is our scholarship. So it is live firstparty.club slash scholarship. Check that out. Encourage, send that on to your senior student leaders who are getting ready to graduate uh, or the entrepreneurs who want to uh, start a, a gospel movement of some sort on their own. And uh, we will take those. We're getting applications in already. So Good. super excited about that. And Good. thank you for passing that along to your uh, senior leadership. And we'll see where that goes. Applications are due April 1st. So long time. But uh, did I say April 1st? April 15th? Whatever it says online. April 15th. April 15th. Mm-hmm. Yep. I knew it after I said it. Because you claimed it was tax day, but it's not. Tax day is April no, that's 17th. Right. That's right. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for remembering what I say. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I say. Well, let's jump into the show today. Uh, As stated earlier, Rachel Gardner is joining us. She is the director over in Johnston County, North Carolina. She's been there four years. And uh, yeah, long story short, she sent us an email that was profound. It was very good. And we said, we should just have her on and unpack that for us on the show. It's just good. It kind of uh, reflects our show earlier this year where we talked about First Party not being a meeting. Yep. And so it goes a little bit deeper, add some language to that. And I'm excited for our audience to listen in. It was a great combo. Let's jump in. Sounds good. Well, as we said earlier, we have Rachel with us today, a director out in Johnston County, North Carolina. Welcome, Rachel, to the hey. show. It's good to have you today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Honored to be here. Would you take a moment and introduce yourself? to our audience. Obviously, we are familiar with each other, Steve, you and, and I. Uh, we've known each other for, what, two, three years now? And uh, you've been a part of, of Johnston County for quite a while, even before you were on staff. So give give our audience a little history of, of who you are and, and what you're doing. 
Yeah, so I am Rachel Gardner now, previously Camerata, because the Lord was good, and I am married. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, have a wonderful husband, Adam. Um, started in first priority as a teacher sponsor at a local high school. Did that for two years. Loved the heart behind it. Wanted to keep doing it. Wanted to see it in more schools in this area. You guys know the story, but mm -hmm. that led to one thing and then led to me becoming the director of First Priority Johnston County, where I kind of trained and onboarded for six months, failed yeah. miserably in those six months, had no clue what I was doing or how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, the Lord really worked out in those six months that he was the one who prepared a place for me at this table in this position. It wasn't of my own doing. It wasn't of anyone else's. And so I could find that confidence to execute this ministry because of what he did and what he called me to do. And then I'm going on my fourth year now with first priority. Nice. Um, and I think I love it more every single year. I just, I can't believe I wake up now every day and I get to do this. That mm -hmm. really is the, <clears throat> the breath and the heart of my team is we're sitting in our office and we're going, do we get to do this? All right. Like, is this real? We yep. get to tell students about the love of Jesus in schools and in communities. Yep. And we get to train students to do that to each other. That is, and then we get to see the fruit by the goodness and graciousness of God. So mm -hmm. that's really who I am. Um, yeah, that's what I love to do. Well, this wasn't part of what uh, we talked about setting the show up for, but four years into this, what would you tell a new uh, director who was a teacher sponsor before and now is on staff with first priority, what would you tell them in their first year? Mm. I know I didn't set you up for this. I, it's not no, a that's thing. good. That's good. I think what I needed to hear in the first year of this job was it wasn't about me. Mm. Uh, and I think that's what God taught me. We get in this place and we're really in this culture where we um, like celebritize being used by God. Well, I just want to be used by God. It will be because wow. of my personality, it will be because of my giftings. It will be because of what I'm good at. I have that right personality type. And I think what God taught me through that first year through a lot of failure is it's not about you at all. You know, this is my work. This belongs to King Jesus, not Rachel. It will right. succeed because it belongs to me and because I'm victorious and I'm allowing you to be a part of it. And mm. that released the pressure for me. I was like, sure. oh, I just got to show up. Yeah. I show up and, and really rely and surrender fully on him. So I think that's what I would need to hear. And what I would want to say to Rachel four years ago is it's not really about you. I like it. Thanks. I like it. <laughs> well, first, first priority lends itself to that, right? Or even our mission statement to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. That's a, an incredible mission, yeah. a high calling um, that for me personally too, I did the same thing. Like, man, we've got to go do do this. We got to go do this in order to, I don't know, I wouldn't have said win favor with the Lord, but mm -hmm. celebritize it like that. It's like, man, yeah. But yeah, reading a book, I forget the guy's last name. Brian was his first name out in LA who wrote a book about being called to help influence the schools. I'm like, yeah, God is bigger than me. He's bigger than first priority. He's called people for generations to reach yeah. their community, their schools, their teenagers. And we just need to be responsible for what God's given us responsibility for. And yeah, and uh, move on from there. It's been very healthy perspective for us. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Well, that kind of leads into uh, why we're talking today. You sent uh, your database an email that was uh, deep and wide and uh, <laughs> caused Steve and I to be like, hey, we should probably bring Rachel on and talk about this. So let me give you the statement and you can share a little bit of your heart behind it. 
Um, the statement is, may we leave a legacy of love for Jesus that remains long after we are gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so like you guys know, Johnston County has experienced like unprecedented growth. Um, mm -hmm. Just to give anyone listening some perspective on that, at in August of 2022, we had 17 clubs and we had around 30 volunteers, give or take. Mm. As of today, when we're recording this, we have 140 volunteers and we have 43 clubs um, wow. and we're operating with four to five staff members and we're looking at going into different counties. So none of that is because of anything really that we did, but sure. in that growth, you know, there's so much you want to accomplish and there's so much that needs to be done. There's so many people you need to meet with and so many partnerships you need fundraising, you need network relationships, you need to get into the churches. And about six months ago, really kind of came face to face with the own, my own realization is why are we doing all this? Like, mm. why are we doing this? I know that our mission is to take the hope of Christ to every student. I believe in that, that comes from the great commission. That is what my heart beats for. But every day when I wake up, why am I doing this? Why are we training volunteers? Why are we going into schools? Why are we on our knees in prayer? Um, <clears throat> and really God answered that in a personal time of prayer for me with that statement. It was so clear. It was like he was sitting right beside me and he said, you're here to leave a legacy of love for me long after you're gone. Yeah. Um, when you have, when your name doesn't mean anything to anyone ever, the prayer of Johnston County, the prayer of my heart is that there will be a remnant of students and their families and a community that believes in Jesus, that worships Jesus, that glorifies him, that pursues the great commission, that executes it very well, and that our schools will continue to be a place where God is moving because these students exist. And so for generation after generation after generation, may they exalt the name of Jesus. May we be forgotten. And like we were talking a little bit before, that really helps me release the pressure and the stress to perform, to measure my success by anything other than that. That should be why we do everything that we're doing, why we answer emails, why we're on this podcast yeah. is so that students would have, there's a legacy that we want to leave behind um, of a love for Jesus that just surpasses anything that my name could be attached to or even the name of first priority. I tell people all the time, we're not building the kingdom of first priority. We build one kingdom. It's his, it's the kingdom of God. And so whether our name is attached to it or not as a ministry, we want to partner with wherever God is working. Rachel, it draws me to ask you the question, was there a moment? Like, was there a crux? Did you kind of look in the mirror and go, this thing's spinning out of control. It's growing too fast. Or was this really a, uh, this this was just a wave of things that were coming before you that you needed to settle in your own soul because it was obviously a personal moment that has led into many ministry moments. So what what drew you to that moment besides just growth? Yeah, I think in ministry, and this may just be my experience, but I think I, we talked about this too. We tend to have a culture that worships being used by God. And so being a part of first priority, you're being used by God, whether you're a teacher sponsor, a student leader, whether you're in the office of first priority of America, you're a director. And so it was more of a confrontation of, I see where this has already gone. What God's already done is blowing my mind. I mean, it's exceedingly abundantly more than I could even pray for. I didn't know to pray for 140 volunteers. I, I prayed so much smaller than that. Mm -hmm. And so part of it was 
okay, God, I see what you've done. Only you could do this. There's no personality. There's no gifting that could move in the hearts of people to partner with the work of your kingdom. So I see what you're doing, but I also see what still needs to be done. And I see all of the areas that are unreached. And for every student that shares the gospel with another student, there's another student. There's 10 more students that haven't heard the good news of Jesus. And so I started to personally get in that mindset of, okay, well, I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to execute the plan. And we're going to get all 40,000 students in Johnston County to hear the name of Jesus. And this is how we're going to do it. And it didn't sit right. I didn't have a piece about it. It wasn't working, to be honest with you. And so that led me to prayer, which is where I always go when I have no idea where else, what else to do or where else to go. I just pray in a very humble way. God, show me what you're trying to show me and remind me really my three staples of prayer is remind me who you are, remind me who I am and remind me who we are to each other. So in praying and seeking that, that is what kind of led, I think, to God revealing this to me. And in thinking about all of our, why really, which has always been on my heart. Why are we doing this? And so we need to train all of these new volunteers, these hundred plus volunteers. Why do we need to train them? Why are we training them? What do we want them to walk away from a training with my student leaders? When I'm engaging with them in clubs, what do I want them to walk away with? And I felt like God just was so faithful to give me that quick, like easy. I want my students to know that there's going to be a legacy after them when they've graduated and they have families of their own and they've moved on, that that school will still have a legacy of students who love Jesus and proclaim his good news to everyone around after they're gone. So good. Um, yeah, it just makes me think like, yeah, American, right? We're goal-oriented. <laughs> we've got quarterly rocks. We've got things we're striving for always. Um, it's as the operations guy with First Party of America, it's something I'm continually focused on. Hey, we need to continue and continue. And, you know, even our social media kind of sums that up. How do we reach so many kids? Well, we plan to. Well, there's there's some truth to that. But yeah, yeah without God changing the hearts, it doesn't matter how many dollars we raise. It doesn't matter how many plans we put in place. Uh, but God intervening in the lives of people and using both the student leaders Inter you know, intervening in the intervening in the life of a Christian uh, who is then now sent into the school, right? That is an intervention to say, hey, I don't view my school anymore as a bad place I have to go. It's my mission field, right? There's an intervention there. But then there's also the intervention that, yeah, evangelistically, we want to see people come to know Jesus for the first time. Both yeah. of those, those moments are, I mean, <clears throat> many of the plans of the man's heart, but it's the intervention of God that prevails that and and determines how much weight that has on somebody's life. And, and yeah. we just don't know that. We can't plan for that. Um, we hope for that. But we're, we're working towards that. Um, and yeah, we're going to do what we can do, right? And then leave God to do what, what only he can do. And I think what comes to mind with all of that and what has shifted in really Johnston County as a whole, our board and our team, our staff is we want to plan with excellence. We don't neglect planning. We don't neglect the hard work, um, but we don't start there. We mm. do not start there. Most people start with a plan and end with prayer. We want to start with prayer and end with a plan. It's good. Um, and that is what, that is what this was. It, it was a birthing of, no, I want God to do what he wants to do here. That may not be reaching every single campus yet. Like he may, yeah. he may have a plan to reach 10. He may have a plan to 
reach a, a family in a home instead of that certain campus through a student leader. So part of it was what, what does God want here? What is yeah. his, it's not about me. It's not about Johnston County's goal. And we want to start there. And then we want to ask him to develop the plan with us in partnership with us, which is why we're here because we get to partner with him to see the kingdom of God come down to earth and then execute that plan with faithfulness and with excellence. We have very high standards. We have very high standards for our student leaders, our volunteers, our staff. We operate with a ton of integrity. We do want to record. We want to track the growth. We want to track the numbers. We want to do all the important stuff, but we don't want to start there. We always start in a position of surrender and submission to what God wants to do first. And it may not be exactly what we wanted, but it's always better. So we can track that and really takes that pressure off of us. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You can get up and work with peace uh, every day rather than work with striving. Yep. And we love our meetings because of it. So our board meetings, our staff meetings, where do we start? We start in prayer. Mm -hmm. And most people would think that's a waste of time or you prayed for too long because you prayed for 45 minutes. And I would say that's the most important part. If nothing else got done that day, the fact that we surrendered and submitted ourselves to someone much bigger than us who knows what he's doing. That is the most important part of every meeting I'm in, every conversation I'm in. I want to start there, not end there. I love it. I love it. Well, how do we uh, land the plane? (laughs) Um, I'm reminded I was sitting here scrolling through my reading this morning, part of my time this morning in in 2 Peter 3. There's a verse that we're all familiar with in 9 where it says, um, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. Some understand slowness, but he's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone come to repentance. And the part of that that I never, not that I never, but that I don't always navigate is that he is patient with me in the midst of not wanting everybody to come to repentance that none may perish. And I kind of giggle and smile because as you all have said so well, we are a people of plans. We are a people of devotion to the Great Commission, right? We're a people of action, but in the reality in wanting no one to perish and for everyone, you know, in his great patience with us, he starts by being patient with me. And it's in my waiting upon his plan, as you have said so well, it's in my waiting upon what he has that then things can come together versus in my, hey, God, check out my great plan. Check out my great ideas. Don't you think every student should hear the gospel this year? Well, you know, you said it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Every student should. And yet um, he's being patient with me in the midst of that. So to me, that echoes what you have said over and over in the midst of this. And it is a good reminder that it really starts with our devotion to him mm-hmm. and not uh, our devotion to the plan or to the calling that can get reversed really quick. Yeah, it can, especially in ministry when you, when your heart so wants to see the fruit of what God is doing and you get so excited and you want more and it's all good things that we want. We want more students to receive the hope of Christ. We want more community awareness and partnership with that. We want more churches to get into the schools and help disciple those student leaders. We want more and it's all good in the wanting more. I think it's just a good reminder this legacy that we want to leave is a good reminder of why we should want the more. It's not so that we can count the numbers and post it on social media. It's not so we can brag about this or that. It's not so that we can go, look what we did. Look at our plan. Look how well our plan worked. It's so that when we're gone and we're not planning anymore, something still remains here that's much bigger than us. It's eternal. And 
yeah, that's such a good reminder and such a good scripture. One of my favorites. Well, thank you for uh, joining us, Rachel, uh, today. It's been an honor to have you on. It's always a good time as, uh, as whenever we connect. So, uh, yeah, you talked about starting with the Lord. Uh, we did not start with the Lord on this podcast necessarily in prayer, but uh, would you be willing to end this podcast uh, praying for, for first priority um, and all of us as we continue to navigate uh, life and ministry? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Let's pray. Father, we we just thank you for who you are before we ask for anything, before we submit request, before we tell you about what our plans and dreams are. We just thank you. We thank you that you are God, our Father, as Jesus refers to you when he prayed. Um, holy is your name. And we echo his prayer, God. We echo that we want to see your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you that what we get to do is a part of it. Um, we just give you glory for that, that you chose to use um, broken, sinful humans to execute your glorious, wonderful plan. We don't deserve it. And we thank you for it. We don't take it for granted. And Father, I pray over every leader, um, whether that is an adult, whether that is a staff member, a board member, um, a student in our schools, God, I pray that you would continue to refine our hearts to be more like yours to be less of us and more of you. I pray that you would continue to remind us why we're here in those long days when it feels like the fruit is bare, like we can't see anything that's coming from our labor, from our prayers, from our planning. May you remind us why we're here. May you remind us of your good plan. You want redemption for creation. You want to bring students back to you. You want to see them turn from death to life. That's your plan. That's your ministry. But may you remind us in the emails and the day-to-day -day and the task and the achieving and the striving of our hearts, may they cease. And may the prayer of our heart and the work of our hands leave a legacy of love for you. May you find us faithful in that work. May you give us wisdom and clarity. May you give us creativity. May you open doors of heaven that we would see exceedingly abundantly more than we could even pray for or ask for God. May you um, intercede on our behalf. May you bring miracles into this ministry. May you provide us all the things that we need and more to do this well. We want to please you. We want to serve you. And we then we want to be forgotten. We just want to go spend eternity with you. May you honor that prayer, Father. May you find us faithful. And we do this all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us, Rachel. It's been an hour. Brad, always good to have Rachel on the podcast. We don't do it often enough. We do not. She is young, mm -hmm. but uh, pretty deep well. Very deep well. Very deep well. Um, she didn't get into her backstory. She has in the past, but yeah, coming out of a foster care system and yeah. being adopted by a preacher and... Uh, yeah, she's got a life, a lot of life experience behind her. Yeah, um, she grew very quickly into the leadership role that she is in, um, and yeah, looking forward to where the Lord takes her and whatever responsibility He gives to her. I'm trying to word that correctly here, <laughs> given, I like it. given I the like conversation it. that we right. had, right? I, th you know, my my biggest takeaway from that conversation was just her pausing and and really being clear about I have to remind myself it's not about me. Yeah. 
right? We can we can language that out really well, mm-hmm. right? We can say those things out loud, mm-hmm. but to then say, even though I've said it mm-hmm. and it's part of my mantra and I'm learning my why and blah, 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 blah right? I still have to remind myself. Yep. I've got to go back to it on a regular basis. Yeah. And I thought that was super wise for anybody, but especially a young lady who's, mm-hmm. I mean, she's 28. Yep. A lot of news in life, a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of things that are cool, right? Yeah. And so pretty wise. Very wise. I have to catch myself even now, you know, well, you still got to put yourself out there. You got to go make it happen. You got to go get and speaking engagements or you got to set up the next system so you can organize all the ministry God's going to give to you. And I, no, you don't. You just put God first and follow where he leads. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Pray then plan. Pray then plan. That was, yeah, that was a a good moment right there. Smart. So yeah, I'm going to listen to it again. Good. Thanks. Well, thanks everyone for listening, uh, for liking Steve and putting up with him like I do. And uh, yeah, got any wise words to land this plane, Steve? I do not. If you are uh, listening on your favorite platform, make sure you give us a five-star review, please. And like, share, comment. Keep that great content coming out in cyber world or in relationship discussions or on YouTube, wherever that you post. Keep that great content coming. That's right. We're headed towards you to bring you into the FP podcast. That's right. Till then. Thanks for joining us. That's right. See you next week. Later. Later.